Discover connection, awaken sacredness, come power. Join us for our show on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts show number 81. We're your hosts, Dave and Violet. Our guest today is Janine Thompson. Janine is a transformational coach, speaker, and author whose breadth of knowledge and experience spans multiple disciplines and professional expressions from clinical psychotherapy to global business to advancing spiritual growth. At the core of her diverse career is a passionate dedication to helping individuals live their highest potentiality. She shares her journey and how others can reach your full potential in her first book, 911 From Your Soul. Welcome, Janine. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. I'm so delighted to be with you both. I'm always fascinated when people in uh, psychotherapy and things like that, I have two brothers who are psychologists, um, how they, uh, sort of cross over to the dark side and start looking to the <laughs> to this other material it's it's always a fascinating story uh i find it works very well for me i besides being an engineer i picked up a psychology degree a number of years ago too i just because it's uh it all seems to be so intertwined but but how did you uh, uh wander across that line you know i think i love that question so much because it causes me to reflect on the utter intelligence and brilliance of life that we simply can't understand in a moment, how profound um, that stitching and weaving together of who we're becoming actually is. So I became a psychotherapist uh, largely because in fifth grade, I attended a work day with my aunt Judy who was a psychotherapist. And I decided in fifth grade that that was the pathway. And of course, <laughs> I didn't know in fifth grade what a psychotherapist even did. I think I just loved who she was in the world. And I could, even in my fifth grade self, understand and see the impact uh, she was having on people. And I held on to that dream. And I did that for a decade. And it was uh, just such an immense blessing to be able to walk um, with others and help them discover their gifts and live a healthier um, life. Mm -hmm. And during that time, as life would have it again, when I was starting to get restless, like what's next, I was interviewed by a psychologist uh, on psychiatric emergency room triage, which was one of the roles that I did. And, mm -hmm. and uh, when she left the interview, she said, someday I'll be back for you. And I thought, you know, there's no way this big researcher will remember, <laughs> you know, and sure enough, four years later, I got a call and she's like, where are you? And I told her about my clinical practice. And she's like, we want you to come and join us at this, uh, um, specialty retailer and I'm like no way I don't shop there I don't like their colors I, I couldn't even believe I said some really stupid things out loud but nonetheless had a coffee and I ended up uh, working there for a decade and so um, and a similar thing happened when I went to yoga and reiki 
like at each level of my next becoming, the next perfect earth travelers came into my circle and prompted an idea, inspired something within me. And despite conventional wisdom, because each time when I left my psychotherapy practice, people told me I was nuts. It was a mistake. You know, you have an evidence-based practice with mm -hmm. demonstrated outcomes. Don't leave. You've never taken a business class. Who are you to do this? And I thought, well, it is kind of crazy. But there was this magnetic pull. Mm -hmm. I could not not become the next evolution of who I was becoming. Well, I've, I've really found on my pathway, and I hear it in your voice, too, that I can look back and see how I got to where I am now through the stepping stones. But if you'd shown me that path in 1983, no, I'd run from the room screaming. It's like, no, no, absolutely not. that's not, that's not going to be where I'm at in 40 years. <laughs> we couldn't see it. Same with me. No career counselor would have said, Janine, you're going to be an evidence-based psychotherapist who only trusts the research and what's proven. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to go into a big Fortune 50 executive job and be in the business world for 12 years. But by the way, you're going to know nothing about business and not take a course. And then you're going to go into yoga and Reiki and quantum and energy world. And you and you don't believe in it. You, mm -hmm. th you think it's woo-woo. You know, so logically, I could not have orchestrated the dharmic path. And that's why I'm so fascinated and in awe um, with a greater intelligence of life. Now, now something that's not explicit in your bio or, or whatever, um, did you grow up uh, with psychic gifts as a child? I did indeed. So from a very, although I didn't know that. You sure, sure. Right? Um, but I certainly did from a very young age, I could sense what people were feeling, uh, despite their spoken words or their actions, like I knew it. Uh, I had premonitions of certain events that um, were going to unfold. One of them was rather tragic, and it, uh, and they all became realized. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't know how to make sense of it. Particularly, I grew up Missouri Synod Lutheran. And <laughs> Right? So you can imagine that the idea of those gifts would have probably been an embarrassment, right? To yeah. my mom mm -hmm. and her, right? And so I just kept them to myself. And of course, there are many paths of psychotherapy, but I chose the evidence-based research path. I think I was fighting it. Like I wanted mm -hmm. to prove that this is the way of the world. Yeah. Um, and yet every, I just believe every critical inflection point, um, you're meant to explore and that's, and it will later inform whose lives you touch and how you live your own life. Well, here's, here's the next question that comes to me because uh, I deal with this with a lot of my uh, entity and energy clearing clients. Um, so you worked in uh, triage for psychotherapy and were your intuitive gifts able to give you insight on whether somebody was, um, if they had 
external entities, I'll say whatever you would call those, uh, who were bothering them, the voices in their head they couldn't shut up, or whether they were true organic schizophrenic? Mm -hmm. So uh, the answer to that was no for me, because mm -hmm. I didn't allow it. Now, okay, 30, okay. 30 years later, like that wasn't so I shut down those intuitive gifts for a while because I couldn't make mm -hmm. sense of them. And okay. then it was only the proven path. I believe now that if I were to go back with all of the wisdom and the um, embracing of the divine nature that we are, I might diagnose differently, treat yes. differently. But back then, um, I really had shut those avenues down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, if you're looking for evidence, right? Evidence, it would be hard to have evidence in that, right? Of uh, this person, this is what's really happening to them, right? Mm -hmm. And what's going on. And I think we look at that today, especially with young people and just people in general, there seems to be what I see a lot of energy going on around them. And, and it's not always easy to see what's really going on sometimes right yeah. uh people struggling in this three-dimensional four or five-dimensional world that they're trying to navigate in and they could be a high level spiritual being that that's trying to figure out what is this what are yeah. we doing you know yeah. how does this work and i think that can be a real struggle and i see it with clients today especially with young people because they're they're so, they're coming in so enlightened and so, <laughs> so much gifted. And now they're dealing with this three-dimensional world and they're struggling a little bit. And it's probably always went on and we're just seeing it at our age level. You know, my husband always reminds me that we've always said the children needed, you know, our parents, these kids and what they're doing. It's just another level, but I think kids are really struggling with all these energies and being very empathic and very sensitive and mm -hmm. um, all the emotions. So um, I, I can't imagine, well, I, I guess I can being a psychotherapist with mm -hmm. all your gifts that would be really different from an evidential type it, person. Totally different. And I still, but you know, I think everything plays a purpose in our life, right? So I still, in working with business leaders and, and various walks of life, some of them come to me very, very skeptical. So the fact that I had been grounded in kind of scientific perspectives, I'm still a nerd today. Like I still love to read, you know, all the research. Now I think it's lagging and I will trust my, the invisible, the not yet proven um, what I would call soul or divine intelligence all day long over what's proven. But the fact that I can artfully fuse the beauty of the and allows me to meet clients um, and honor their own unfolding, right? Because if somebody would have told me this at 20, just like you referred to, Dave, I would have dismissed it and said, not <laughs> absolutely not a chance, right? And so when some clients come to me and they say, not a chance, I'm like, okay, you know, right? We're gonna, I'm going to meet you where you are. But then over time, 
their willingness to experiment increases. Mm -hmm. But nobody can um, unlock divine readiness. Like I, I believe that there is a timing in different aspects of our life where we're more willing to explore and experiment that which we can't understand the great mysteries of life. Um, a willingness opens up. That I heart. love that word, divine readiness. Mm. Yeah. Right? That's like the perfect word, right? Because we have people wondering, at least I do as clients, customers, they're like, all these things are going on. I'm not sure what's going on. And they're ready to explore, right? They're ready yeah. to ask questions. They're ready. I'm not sure I trust yet, but I'm ready to kind of tip my toe in here and you just gently to see if it scares me or not, right? I want to I want to ask those questions. And then once they experiment or have some ex some experiences that really open them up, then it's almost like they open fully and then they're like they're trying to take it all in like a fire hose and you're and sometimes I have to say okay slow down a little bit <laughs> slow down a little yeah. bit we're going yeah. a little fast here right yeah. um you'll get overwhelmed really easily you know um take it at your pace right take it at your pace because I think it is divine timing and divine purpose mm. so I love that story. And I think all of us, I came from a professional corporate world where I had intuition, but I never talked about it. I never shared. I never, mm -hmm. never did any of that. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, now I'm ready to yes. find that divine timing, right? I love that. I was, I was similar in business too, for many years, then when it was very clear to me, um, that these divine gifts that I was willing to um, access and be them in the corporate world. I didn't share them for a while. I would sit in a meeting and I'm like, I could see exactly how it was going to play out or what direction we were supposed to um, move into next. But the conventional wisdom said, turn right. The team members all said, yep, the data is clear. It's this way. So I went along with it because at that time I didn't have a business case. I couldn't prove it. All I knew with every cell of my being is that we needed to head down a different pathway. And then eventually it would prove itself out and eventually it would prove itself out. So um, I got much braver my second time around in corporate to actually align, um, align those intuitive gifts, those hunches, those downloads but I certainly hid out from it for a long time. Well, it'll be interesting in the next 10 years to see how businesses, right? How corporate changes, because what we've been doing is not working. It's not on, working. on all levels. So yeah. it's going to take that change, but it's going to be interesting to see how that changed. Because honestly, five years ago, when I stepped to open my center, I told my husband, I said, I'll never be able to return to the corporate world because it will not be accepted what I do because I dropped my cloak. But in the last year or so, I'm thinking that's changing. It, it's changing. And that's yeah. what I talk about a lot in, you know, uh, with podcasts or what, whoever will listen, it's time for the beauty of the Anne. 
to um, to combine business and spirituality, soul and science, the proven and the yet to be proven, our human nature and our divine nature. And I think in the crumbling of the structures we're seeing around us, like if you look at work right now, there was the great resignation then the great regret and the great breakup right now. And all of these phenomena are simply an invitation um, to remember the truth of who we are. And business is the largest breathing organism alive. Um, needs to be the leading change agent to uplift humanity. I agree, and I can I can foresee in the future where they're going to be reaching out to people like us that are tapped in to come and help with that transition. Absolutely, it's going to happen, and it's going to happen <laughs> just in the acceleration that you spoke of. Yeah, the because the energy we were talking about earlier, how fast energy is moving and change is happening you wake up one day and, and everything you knew yesterday is completely different today every every piece and if you haven't noticed that I mean lots of people are coming in to our center and going why is things moving so fast why does it feel like we're on this accelerated energetic push and it is it's mm -hmm. it's changing it's shifting it's moving Okay, well, this is all fascinating, but we're going to have to take a little break here for some messages from Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Violet Rain, Master and Teacher of Angelic Reiki at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. If you love angels, if you resonate with angels, or you're just interested in learning more about angels, most people really want to consider Angelic Reiki. But you know, Angelic Reiki is more than just working with the angels and learning a new healing modality. It's about ascension. And when you step into Angelic Reiki, you're not only working with angels, but you're working with ascended masters and galactic healers. The angelic kingdom of light, which includes all of those, steps in and helps you be able to hold more light. And what I have found along this journey is it expands your ability to be able to hold light, which raises your frequency, which accelerates your ascension process. So the individuals that step onto angelic reiki are really ready to step onto their spiritual path learn more about angels ascended masters galactic healers learn possibly a new healing modality that they'll use in their life but also they're ready for those major shifts in their lives to really be on their spiritual path and take their journey to the next level. If you've been thinking about Angelic Reiki or you'd like to find out more about this beautiful modality, please don't hesitate to contact me, Violet, at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com or check out our website under classes. You will find Angelic Reiki there with lots of information about this program and and the benefits of taking this course. We hope to see you in class really soon, and I hope to see you at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. Well, welcome back to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. Our guest today is Janine Thompson, and um, now it's probably time to talk about your book. So, 911 from your soul, what's that all about? Yeah, so a 911 from your soul came from my own, I coined that term out of my own personal experience. 
It was a time in my life where the details of my life from the outside was pretty darn amazing. I had a wonderful family, great job, the travel, the accoutrements of success. By all external measures and definitions, I was achieving success. And yet every night I would wake up with this persistent whisper and yearning that said, there's something more for you. And I would be like, knock it off. There's nothing wrong with my life. You know, I would have this debate with this whisper that I didn't understand at the time. And, you know, ultimately, um, as whispers do, and I think so many of your listeners are getting those same inner nudges right now. Life is speaking to them, whether it's through heartache or restlessness or physical ailments or a deterioration in a relationship or they just don't have the same juice in life. Um, life is asking you um, to tune in and to discern what your own truth is right now and to remember, remember who you really are. And I think it is the age of remembrance right now. We're all being invited. And these 911s are actually despite them feeling overwhelming, sad, dreaded in moments, they're actually the greatest invitation of our life, just masquerading in the details of yearning or challenge or crisis. And uh, it's an invitation to reconnect with parts of yourself you've lost sight of, you've denied, you've saved or determined would better be met at a later, later time in your life. So we're, we're embarking on a search to actually reconnect with the truth of who we are. That's wonderful. I've, I've always pursued lots of things in my life. I've, I've done scuba diving, learned how to fly an airplane, all this kind of stuff, uh, built my house. And I've always had the viewpoint that you're never going to catch me someday on a front porch of a nursing home in a wheelchair saying, I wish I would have tried something. It's like, seize it go go do it you only get one time around here you know good for you I love that that is how you move through life but my experience has been and I I learned this most from my hospice clients I've been a hospice mm -hmm. volunteer on and off for 30 years and so many times they in sharing their wisdom with me would say Janine I thought I had more time I thought I had more time to make that decision. I thought I had more time to mm -hmm. forgive that person or to have the tough conversation. And then wham, life changed in the blink of an eye. And I think the 911s are an opportunity to say, hey, you, there is something so beautiful, so perfect for you that wants to move through you, either for you or actually through you for another human being. And we need this in the mosaic of humanity right now. Mm -hmm. And so your life's going to be a little shaken up here. Some things are going to get stripped away or shaken up. And when all of that seeming chaos is happening, our outer solutions no longer work. Our go-to strategies, the scientific strategies, all the stuff we've been trained no longer work. And that's when the key of a 911, the greatest gift enters, is you are pulled inside 
uh, to meet and access a level of wisdom and love and wholeness that you can't even imagine. Now, well, in my you talk about stillness in there. That seems to be a key theme. Um, what does that mean to you? Is that listening? I think, you know, stillness to me is, is a practice of shifting our awareness from our 70,000 thoughts a day that data says we have into the core of our being. I always place one hand on heart center and one in my belly and consciously moving into my belly, feeling that vital life force of the breath move in my body and listening. Mm. And, um, but it's, it's that shift in awareness from moving from this filtered, what I call conditioned or biased self to our eternal, truer um, self where all this untapped potential exists. And it's an irony, you know, in doing nothing, we, be, we really have access to everything. In doing nothing, we become the very solution that we're seeking. Well, it's almost like those times when, for me, sometimes 9-11 calls are when we're trying to do the same thing the same way we've always done it forever <laughs> and a day. And maybe one more swing this time, it'll be different, right? Yeah. But that's where you're, you're sitting in your, in your mind, your thoughts, and you're logically trying to create solutions based on past experiences or what you think is expected or logical. And what happens is you just end up in this hamster wheel and you can't get out. The stillness when you go into your heart is when you just stop banging your head against the wall and release and surrender the control of saying, okay, this isn't working. So let me go into my heart and figure out what I should be doing. And that can be the toughest assignment to step into because you're so used to doing it the same way. I know I've been there where I fought this for like two years. This is how I've always done it. This is how I've always been successful. This is how I've always moved forward. This is what I need to do. And you're like, but it's not working. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, it's interesting. We're taught the opposite, right? So we now know we got three brains. We got a head brain, which is the one all of us are taught to rely on. We got our heart brain and we got our gut brain. And it's not new information. Like the first gut brain book was written in 1907, which is just stunning to me that you know, we weren't talking about these three different brains and how to use them. But you said something really important when we're moving from this busy heart, head brain, the depth of the truth of who we are resides in, in the heart space. You know, we got three levels of our heart. You got a physical heart, a pump heart organ, which most of us relate to. We got that beautiful dynamic emotional heart that is like the best of new love and the worst of love unrequited and then we've got the spiritual heart 
And so for me, it's this blending of science and soul. I tune into which heart um, or which head, which brain, excuse me, I'll get it right yet. Not, maybe I needed another coffee here this morning. The gut, <laughs> the gut for our instincts, the heart, um, science would say is the emotional brain and then the head's the analytical brain. And they're very often not lined up, number one. So we got to tune into all three and line them up. But then secondly, beyond how science views the heart, like the Heart Math Institute, we really, the heart, as the mystics and scholars taught us long ago, is this mystic cosmic heart. It's like taking away the stackable Russian dolls. We go from the physical to the emotional. We go down and we just drop down and we breathe into the stillness of that spiritual heart. And anything, anything, if you're looking for a quality like peace or freedom or an answer or a solution, um, that's where that resides. So it's, it's incredible, but it is the opposite of what we're taught. Yeah, it is. It's, it's totally the opposite because, <clears throat> you know, those of us that walk with our heart is very different than those that walk through logic, analytics, yeah. science. But I think you have to have both. You can't. Absolutely. You need, yeah. you need that blend and understand the difference, right? We're, we we're, we're still, we're still uh, spiritual beings traversing in wonder suits of a body, right? So we get to have the fullness of the human experience um, and are invited to be and live more and more from our divine nature, from our unlimited nature. To me, that's the art of the beauty of the end. I love that. When we talked about this is your first book, I heard that in the bio. Your <laughs> first book. Yes. So that tells me that there's more books in, yes. in progress. You are, yep, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. I was paying attention. Yeah. So what are some of those creative ideas that we can see in the future? Oh my gosh. I think, you know, first of all, this first book was um, designed in such a way that it was to be an easy read. I had to remember who I was years ago when, when I would have poo-pooed all of this as too woo-woo these seven key spiritual principles. So I'm meeting the audience in a place where hopefully they can um, tap into some willingness to say, I'm not quite sure about all this, but she's grounded enough. I'm willing to, to experiment. I'm willing to keep going. So I think in subsequent books, I really want to dive in deeper because my work often is much deeper. And um, I tell you, I have so many ideas for books. It, it just doesn't stop. As you might have saw on my website, I write in the forest and the, you know, just the download of wisdom that wants to use me as a vehicle to bring into the, the world is very active and full. Um, I have many, many ideas. I love nature. I think nature is a profound wisdom teacher and I have collected thousands and thousands of pictures where I just went in to commune 
And I noticed what I noticed. And in each noticing, I asked what was the message. And these beautiful, perfectly timed messages were exactly what I needed to hear that day. So I think card decks, it's the opportunities are endless. No shortage of creativity, for sure. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So share with us a little bit if people wanted to connect with you, Janine, how they would connect, how they find your book, how, how they can really connect into what you're doing and what you're working on. Thank you. Thank you so much for asking. So you can find my book at Amazon uh, in multiple countries across the world, Barnes and Noble as well here in the United States. Or if you want to support your local bookstores, which I love, just go in. It's on in the Ingram catalog and they can order it for you and you can support your local community. So that's from a book um, perspective. Uh, from a connection perspective, I'd love to just hear from you. You can find me on my website at uh, janinethompson.net. There's a connect button. Just shoot me a note. I'd love to hear what resonated with you um, during this talk or a question you might have. I offer free support calls right now, given all that's going on in the world from nine to 10, Monday through Friday, of if people uh, just want to connect for 15 minutes and need support or guidance or want to experience a shift, I'm happy to do that just complimentary for them. And then there'll be some service offerings, but particularly for the next two months, I want to help people um, complete this year aligned. Al aligned was the what I was just guided to help people do. So there's a discounted succession offer and um, you can just mention this show and I would love to um, help you um, both expand and ground and live uh, all of who you are. I love that. I love that. And also it sounds like you love to help people in business roles too. I do. Kind of align too. I do a lot of keynotes historically up until the last few years. I've done a lot of public speakings, team intensives, and, you know, I've got a pretty vast toolkit from high performance protocols to hypnotherapy, NLP, CBT, energy work, quantum meditation. So I think the most important part, and I'm a great diagnostician, um, intuitive diagnostician now, uh, back from my psychiatric days. And we will co-create together and honor where you are, but make a quantum shift to um, who you sense is possible and well beyond. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on our show and sharing your expertise and your journey with us and your book. And as you continue on this journey, please feel free to reach out. We love to hear about these new creative projects that I'm sure will continue to come along. And then if you're ever in Denver, we'd love to connect in person at the summer. I would love that. Next time I go out to my girlfriends and Thorntons, I would love to swing in and just have the gift of meeting you both in person. That'd be great. That. 
They will be walking by then. I'm just going to yeah. put that out well, there. He, he might be walking or he may simply be levitating. That's like, right. You know, that is well honed by then. So I, I'll meet you wherever you are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Well, Janine, thank you so much for being with us today. And for our listeners, thank you for joining us. And please stay with us for messages from several of our practitioners at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. Take care. Hi, my name is Heather McCormick-Ramey, and I'm a medium and energy healer. I love helping people connect deeply with spiritual messages, with ancestors, and all of that amazing support that is surrounding them. Now, Spirit started working with me at a very young age. And as I created more and more space for those messages to come through, it's been a really life-changing experience. And this is what I offer to my clients. So if you're interested in mediumship, look to book at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. I'm there as a reader. And I also have practitioner hours as an energy healer. With the energy healing, I help my clients bust through limiting beliefs and really live their soul-aligned life. So please reach out to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts if you're interested in learning more and connecting deeply with your soul's purpose and Spirit. I look forward to seeing you soon. Hi, my name is Christina Morris. I am the founder and president of Balance and Bliss Energy Healing. I'm a medical intuitive and high vibrational healer. I work in with the energy fields. Um, my scope of practice is energy medicine. Anything above and beyond that, you know, for outside care, we'll need to refer you out there. But I do use crystals and aromatherapy in my healings. And I help manage pain. We help move some of the pain out of the body that might be coming from stagnant energy within the field, as well as, you know, we get to the root of the problem with, you know, an emotional trauma and find out what's going on that could be causing more stagnant energy to be left in your aura, which in turn can cause illness and pain and a lot of other issues that we tend to see throughout our our day-to-day lives. And then I can be reached by appointment. You can make appointments anytime, any day of the week. I do work Monday through Friday in the evenings from about 5.30 to 8.30. Uh, your first session is can be about an hour and a half because we get to know one another. You know, we kind of go through what's going on. And then any session thereafter would run about 50 minutes to an hour. And I can be reached through my website at balanceandblissenergyhealing.com. My email is balance and bliss energy healing at gmail.com and I can also be reached via phone or text at 720-696-0286 and I look forward to any you know potential clients if you have any referrals or if uh, you are in need of any of my services I look forward to working with you. Hi this is Dave Barnett better known as Dave the Mystic. I am a long-term aerospace engineer But back in 1983, I had some events in my life that forced me to reconsider how reality works. I became involved in healing, channeling, meditation, and developing my psychic gifts. Over the years, I continued to work with these, and I had a wonderful opportunity in 2003 to take four years 
and really delve into all forms of healing, and along the way, other gifts showed up. I am now working at the center full-time, and I'm happy to offer work with past lives, with working with subconscious core beliefs. I do a lot of work with energy and entity clearing, and since I do this always long distance, I can do it all over the world. I also work with karma burning and with soul retrieval and soul splinter return. I'd be happy to work with you. Please feel free to give me a call here at the center and we can set up an appointment. My direct phone number is 303-902-5323. Thank you and have a great day. Discover Connection Awaken Sacredness Become empowered Join us for our show on Blog Talk Radio